SMME Exchange. SMME Exchange on Metro FM Talk. Five minutes it is after 8 p.m. And uh, we're now going to our SMME Exchange. And uh, today we're talking about the SME Fund. And as uh, I said when we started our conversation, you, you might be an entrepreneur listening into our conversation and you really think that your business is a scalable business uh, and uh, all you are in need of is some funding that can catalyze the next phase of the growth and uh, the scaling of your business. Uh, well, uh, I would encourage you to uh, then listen to us for the next uh, 20 to 30 minutes or so because uh, we've got uh, the SME Fund, which was officially launched earlier on this year by President Sir Ramaphosa. It's a fund which was initiated by CEOs of some of the largest companies with a mandate of investing in businesses like those. And it's uh, registered as a standalone investment vehicle managed by a management team, which uh, reports to an independent board of directors. And uh, the big question we're asking uh, today is, uh, of course, how a fund like this uh, is able to uh, reach where it's needed the most. And I'm joined on the line by uh, the investment principal of the SME fund, Lumka Mlambo. Lumka, good evening to you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Good evening, Ayabonga, and good evening to your listeners. Lumka, Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great to have you on the show and thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us. Lumka, mm-hmm. um, just as... As the investment principal here of the SME Fund, we know it's a recently uh, launched fund. Uh, I mean, just talk us through uh, even the rationale of its uh, existence, because many people would suggest that there's all manner of funds. Uh, Many of the CEOs uh, who are instrumental in the initiation of this fund might, even in their own businesses, have their own enterprise and supplier development funds, which uh, should be targeting SMEs. Uh, Do we need an extra fund? Sorry, I think we most certainly do need an extra fund. I don't think we have enough uh, venture capital funds in mm. South Africa. I mean, what we as the SA SME fund aim to do is obviously create and scale hundreds of new businesses. Um, we have a strong mandate to commercialize and showcase South Africa's intellectual property. Um, and it's really, we said as our job to catalyze venture capital uh, as, as an asset class in South Africa. There's a lot of interesting things that our people mm. are, are, are doing out there. And how we're doing this, obviously, is we're, we've got this fund that we're managing. Um, we have a bird's eye view of the, the marketplace in terms of the, the existing fund managers, potential fund managers that are out there. Um, and, and how we set up our fund is to say, Let's look at venture capital as an asset class, and then some more traditional type of stuff where we're looking at growth, capital, and then some impact. Mm. Talk, um, talk to us about, I guess, this idea, you know, of uh, this as a venture fund, because in many ways that differs from some of the funds we already have here in South Africa, especially in in its treatment of, you know, um, seed capital and even, I guess, uh, pre-seed capital or even idea stage mm-hmm. uh, enterprise. Uh, okay, I mean, broadly how we've structured the fund is to say venture capital, there's very few established VC fund managers, and maybe I should I should just take one step back and say the SME fund doesn't look at direct investment. So yes. you can't come to us and knock on the door and say, uh, I'm looking at this investment. So you fund, fund funds. What we do is we invest through intermediaries. Mm. So we scan the market to look at the, to look at the, at the fund managers or intermediaries that would be best placed to, to deploy the capital. And so how we've decided to split that is we've, we've looked at the market and we've got established VC players that we've, we've, we've funded, and that would be companies like 4DI and Knife Capital. And then we've supported new 
fund managers. Uh, and in BC in, in particular, he's very instrumental in putting up a university technology transfer fund. And the idea is to partner with some of South Africa's universities, take their IT, and through a fund manager process, commercialize some of that IT. There's a lot of work that's been done in the universities to develop really interesting projects. And so this would be the first university technology transfer fund in South Africa. Uh, we've also supported a new biotech fund because we feel this is a space that um, it used to be the purview of big pharmaceutical companies. Mm. Uh, the fact that research uh, and development has made it cheaper means that there's a lot of interesting stuff where South Africa is uniquely placed in terms of our biodiversity, fauna and flora, that sort of thing where there's people coming out of universities or technology companies that are looking at biotech solutions. So we started this biotech fund with the view to supporting the, the, that industry. And then uh, we've also supported uh, a business called Savant, which mm. is a long-standing business which has always done hardware technology. They've essentially acted as an incubator for some successful businesses, but they've never managed a fund before. Um, and this was a, a great opportunity for them to, to manage a fund where they know how to look at opportunities. They've had some successful opportunities come to their business, but they've never been able to sort of make a return or, or, or mm. some financial return okay. out of that. So L- Lumka, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just want us to pause there for a second and uh, take a quick spot break. Sure. And when we come back, uh, we can continue, I guess, uh, uh, with you explaining some of the, uh, you know, folk that you funded and some of the initiatives that uh, certainly stand out for you. And uh, we'll also mm-hmm. get a sense, of course, of how uh, potential, you know, funds or, or fund managers that might be listening to this conversation, how they can uh, potentially tap into some of these funds so that they can deploy them uh, to where they need it the most, which is in the SME ecosystem. We continue on the other sure. side of this break. Port Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. We got you covered. 100.5 FM. It's where you're at. The SMME Exchange. SMME Exchange. On Metro FM Talk. 15 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our SMME Exchange a conversation, which we bring to you every Tuesday and uh, taking a look at uh, some of the uh, uh, initiatives. Uh, uh, you know, things being done in the SMME ecosystem and trying to bring those uh, to uh, your attention and, of course, uh, potentially draw some insight and inspiration from those. And today is certainly no different. Uh, we're in conversation with the investment principal at the South Africa SME Fund, and that is uh, um, Lumka, who joins us now on the line. And uh, Lumka, uh, before we went to the break, you were still outlining uh, some of the, uh, I guess, uh, investments that you've made here. And more importantly, uh, how you've encouraged many of the people who weren't historically maybe fund managers uh, to make a foray into this space and uh, really play the function of being ecosystem strengtheners and catalyzing some uh, enterprise activity here. That's exactly it. I mean, I think what we've... We, we, I know when we say we have a 1.4 billion rand fund, people think that's a big fund, but the fact that we're using it as a fund to fund manager, we've tried to set up some fund managers, obviously support existing experienced players, but also create the new players so that we can catalyze more investment. So we don't want our investments into some of these new fund managers to be the only investment that comes in. So, I mean, the next stage of our process, once we've supported some of these fund managers, is obviously to help them raise more funds so that they can become more sustainable, so that they can, I suppose, disperse more money to the right entrepreneurs and, and, and support interesting initiatives coming out of South Africa. 
Um, and so with that said, there's another um, fund that we're really excited to have set up. It's a business called Digital Africa Ventures, which is essentially the first black woman-owned venture capital fund in South Africa. And they will be looking at tech and tech-enabled uh, digital startups. Uh, it's led by two two black women, Nongkulago and Tandega, and we've supported those people. And one of our other fund managers that we supported is going to be incubating them. So it's one of those things where you take um, early stage player, partner them up with the right sort of experienced people, so that we're not setting them up for failure. Mm. Um, they've got uh, experienced fund managers working alongside them. They've got us. They've got, a, they've got the benefit of all the networks that we have within the space. Um, and it's really something that we're proud of because when you look at a nice capital, um, those guys who started Nice Capital, um, they were funded through by, by Mark Shuttleworth um, at the time, and I think the company was called Heavy Dragons. Mm. And essentially, those are the people who are now the experienced fund managers. So somebody was willing to take a chance in them. Um, and I mean, there's nothing, there's no better time for us to do that for, for uh, black fund managers. And then in terms of, so that was that's mostly our VC funds. We're going mm. to be looking at uh, putting out calls for a bigger sort of black managed venture capital fund where sure. we'll be looking at bigger transactions. So, uh, this- so, so how does the exit look like? Because, I mean, we know with, with all of VC uh, players here, the, you know, uh, yes, there's the foray that you make into the investment, but then, uh, you know, the, it always has a specified time frame. The investment is not uh, one that happens in perpetuity. No, and I mean, I suppose in, when you have a venture capital or a fund structure, investors want their money within a, a certain time, mm. time frame. And I suppose that is why it's so important to create new fund managers and to create them across sort of the the, the investing, um, what you call it, timeline. So Digital Africa Ventures is looking at fairly early stage investment, not quite seed, but uh, maybe pre, pre-series A. And when you say pre-series A, it's probably everybody has their own definition, but it checks up, up to about 20 million rand, right? Mm. Um, and then you'll find, you'll, you'll have been like a, 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 a VC manager like Nice and 40i, where they're looking at maybe a later stage VC. And so it's important that you, ha- you start to create this, this pool and depth of, 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 of VC fund managers who are scouring the South African market in a focused fashion and bringing their skills to bear to actually support these entrepreneurs. Because a lot of the time is and you, I don't know, you'll, you'll probably have seen this, where people are going from incubators to accelerators, um, but there's no harnessing yeah. of, of that project, and there's no real KPIs that are put through the incubators to say when somebody comes out of an incubator, this is what should be able to do, that they should be able to raise funding. So by us creating VC managers, I think we're trying to drive uh, a clear skills base around developing entrepreneurs. Um, and so you have early stage, you have later stage, you mm. have growth capital funds so that people can exit these investments through these other players. Sure, sure. Um, because <laughs> what happens now is you have a great business, like one of the businesses in the, in the nice capital business, mm. where it's uh, looking for, for funding. They have to then go overseas. And what happens is the minute they get funding overseas, the IP typically leaves South Africa. Yes. The skill set leaves South Africa. And what's the likelihood of, of it coming back? It's 
it's quite limited because the investors that are outside of South Africa want those people to be sitting in the markets from which they're, they're getting the money, right? How do, how do you work alongside some of the other, I guess, uh, you know, funders in this space whose uh, funds are targeted at SMEs? And, uh, and, you know, I'm not only thinking about venture funds here, but uh, mm. one would think that you probably also want to syndicate with other funds that are interested in early stage enterprise. I think of the NAF and many other DFIs as well. I mean, we'd be happy for, for any of the DFIs to come into our funds alongside us. Um, I mean, when you look at the University Technology Fund, I think we've committed something like 150 million rand. That is certainly not enough, and it's not enough to make it necessary sustainable. So we think the initiative is so important that we were comfortable with putting our money there because mm. we believe in the story. Sure. And the idea really is to say there are, A, not just the DFIs, there are private sector companies with yes. big budgets mm. who can benefit from putting money alongside us into this fund. Um, and I think the fund structure allows whatever investors to, to share the risk sure. and it's a limited risk okay. profile. But the thing is you have a focused um, management team sure. who are incentivized. Yeah. Lumka, I want us to pause there. We need to take a quick spot break and we'll continue on the other side. The SMME Exchange. SMME Exchange on Metro FM Talk. 25 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our SME exchange. And today we're talking to the SA SME Funds Investment Principal, uh, Lumka Mlambo. And uh, Lumka, before we went to the break, I guess you were talking about uh, the example there of uh, the work you're doing in that uh, at, uh, university-based technology project uh, as, a, as an example of collaboration and partnership with other uh, uh, funds or even other ecosystem actors. Um, and uh, just talk to us about that, uh, especially in the context of um, some of the enterprises you've identified uh, uh, through the CEO circle. Okay. Um, the CEO circle, which I suppose has to be explained because a lot of people get confused as to what is the CEO circle versus what the, the SASME fund does. Yes. The CEO circle was launched earlier this year, and really it was, it was part of what we felt is our duty to leverage our shareholders. We have 50 of South Africa's largest share, uh, private companies uh, together with the PIC who invested in, in starting up this fund. And uh, a process was, was set up so that we could ad- identify five to ten black founded and led high-growth companies which had five, were, were five years in operation, had a turnover of over 50 million. And the idea was to scale those five to ten businesses or, or from, from the 50 million rand revenue where they are to over 500 million in a period of three to five years. Mm. And how is it that we're going to do this? Is to say those businesses are already successful. They've proven themselves to be successful. I mean, you don't get to 50 million rand turnover without sure. hard set and tears most of the time. But those people need access. And what we're, we're doing as the, the SSME Fund is obviously harnessing our shareholders, giving the, the, the selected um, entrepreneurs access to those CEOs, those procurement channels, um, just basically helping them um, get introduction to business leaders to provide them with guidance and to open doors. That's how we see our job in this year. So um, the first co- uh, cohort there were 143 companies which were nominated by each of the shareholders. Um, there was a couple of rounds that were done, and eventually um, there were seven seven companies that were shortlisted and are going through this, this process 
this will be ongoing as there will be another cohort that is is, is, is chosen next um. year uh, and so on and so forth. But really, it's, it's to say our shareholder base should also be supportive in some of the initiatives that we're doing. That is more the high growth, later stage initiative. Yeah. You know, the other thing, Lumka, I'm quite interested in, I mean, you know, in the course of doing this kind of work, one would think that as you undertake the due diligence, as you, uh, you know, try and uh, hear more about what these funds are going to do about the money, you're learning new things, you're getting new insights about the mm. ecosystem. Uh, where are you keeping some of those insights? How do you intend to communicate some of those um, uh, to the ecosystem and some of the things that you're learning? I mean, we, we've learned we've learned a lot in a first, in a in a very short space of time, um, and I think we'll be going out obviously to the market to raise a second fund, and it's very important for us to to demonstrate what it is that we've learned so that I mean we we can show some credibility. And what's clear is uh, there's an ex- <clears throat> there's an excitement about venture capital in South Africa. There's certainly not enough money going into venture capital. People don't really understand the risk associated with it. Uh-huh. And so what we've done, obviously, to support our funds is to say, okay, let's support some ecosystem stuff in terms of um, entrepreneurship support. And to that end, we've supported um, programs like the Grindstone program where essentially an accelerator or an incubator of some sort where you take startup businesses Make sure that they they're supported in a in a scalable, measurable fashion. Mm. Where at the end of that process, they can be essentially invested in by any of our funds. Uh, and a lot of this has to be done. Uh, probably, I mean, at the examples we've looked at globally, um, it's very clear that incubators and accelerators have a real important job to play in making sure that these investments that come up through uh, to support. The VC funds because you don't want a VC fund who has no investment to make, right? Mm, mm, mm. Um, and and so this is this is very important. We have a lot of incubators in South Africa. We, yeah. we were at a meeting and apparently together with some ESD funds, etc. There's something like 252 incubators slash accelerators, however you want to define oh, them, oh. in South Africa. Isn't that more than our, the number of municipalities that we have? Should be. The yeah. districts are. Four, I think there's 44 districts in South Africa. There's about 252 uh, local municipalities. I think. There's districts and then there's municipalities, and yeah. so I suppose, and a lot of these have been supported by by government, and I suppose the the, the ethos there is to cast the not the net really wide. Um, I suppose there's we can discuss the merits of that strategy, uh. um, but when you look at a, a country, say like. Like Israel, they have 74 incubators, um, and how that industry was catalyzed was government um, essentially seeded uh, a big fund of fund manager, let's say, similar to the SASME. And what then happened was the SASME equivalent of of of, of in in Israel then supported like 12 VC funds, and essentially this happened over 20 years ago. And the Israeli VC market is now the second largest market after Silicon Valley. And so it shows you that if you have a, a focused way of investing in VC, you support the right people, the right um, skills, you can actually start to get this industry growing um, and people can start to see the benefits of supporting innovation in South Africa. Because that's really the mm. whole point. I don't think innovation is limited to any one 
group or class sure. of people. It's just how we harness it and we, we take it forward in a structured fashion. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, Lumka, just the last one here, you know, uh, how do people get hold of the fund? Uh, you did say you're going uh, uh, now for a second round of uh, funding. I, I mean, I'm quite interested for some of the uh, people who've organized themselves as uh, venture funds or, you know, mm. uh, any other fund that would potentially benefit from this. How do they, uh, you know, uh, get in contact with you guys and get the process going? Uh, I mean, we will have fully committed our funds by probably the next by our next the end of our next financial year which okay. is let's say March twenty twenty. We've actually committed to about uh ten funds. I think there's two other funds that are in our pipeline and are going to be going to IC. Um and so we will not be essentially investing in any new funds up until we've raised more mm. capital. But in the meantime the funds that we have invested in are obviously out there looking for transactions. Exactly. And so uh, if people want to know how to invest in us, look at our website, see what funds we've invested in, look at the fund mandate uh, of each fund manager, because a lot of people say, oh, no, these guys aren't supporting this. It's important that entrepreneurs know what they're looking for, mm. because it's a, it's a partnership. So you're not just looking for money from from anybody, right? You have to look at look for money and a partnership and, and a relationship that's going to benefit you. So... Um, the fund managers we've chosen, we feel very confident in their ability to meet their mandate. And the one thing that I haven't said, which I think is, a, is remiss of me, is that our mandate as the FSME fund insists that 50% of our capital goes into black African businesses, which is quite different from most other um, managers or even government where they say 50% black-owned mm. and broadly uh the, the, as, as to the code. So we, 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 we're clear as to what it is that we want. There's penalties that our fund managers will, will, will um, undergo if they don't meet that target. Sure. Um, so we're really committed to transformation um, and, and getting our innovation levels and entrepreneurs and black entrepreneurs in particular um, on the right track. Lumka, so, uh, Lumka. Um, Lambo, thank you very much for your time. Really, really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us this evening. Sure, my pleasure. Take care. That there was uh, Lumkam Lambo. She is the... Uh,